Welcome to Hunger Club, the Monday online Bible study of the Feast Makati District. I'm Risa Singson Kaupeng, Editor-in-Chief of the Feast Magazine. Let's satisfy our hunger with God's Word. We're here again at the Hunger Club, but I'm not going to be here by myself because we have District Builder of Makati, Brother Randy Borromeo in the house. He's giving our teaching. Share away. Don't forget to share because the Word of God is a seed. Binhi. Maliit na maliit lang yan, makapasok lang yan sa puso ng isang tao and it will grow. So you might be the laborer that friend of yours or that relative of yours needs. So please do share. And I'm going to turn over the stage to Brother Randy Borromeo. Thanks, friends. Thank you, Risa. Thank you, everyone. It's an honor to be preaching tonight to you. It's an honor also to be doing this Bible study. And anytime... We get the opportunity to dive into God's Word. It's a special time because this is a special time when God will speak to you and not just to you. God will speak to your situation and God will just move because His Word is all-powerful. In fact, Scripture says that it is sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts through bone and marrow. It cuts through hearts and it changes hearts that are made of flesh into hearts made of stone into hearts that are made of flesh. So I'm excited tonight because tonight I'm going to dissect for you a scripture that probably we've heard ever since, especially during this time. And before we dive right into it, can I just ask you to say a prayer? We'll say a prayer and please say a prayer for me so that tonight God will use me and God will use my words to speak to you into your situation in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, thank you for this opportunity to preach your word. Thank you for this opportunity to dive into your word. As we lean into your word, we pray that you have your way in us, that you speak to us in a very personal way so that we will just be moved by your most powerful word, encouraged, strengthened, and empowered, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. To whoever you are, you're listening because God wants you to listen. God brought you here for a purpose, and I pray that you won't waste it. I pray that you'll be able to just try to understand. I pray that you will have an open mind and just accept these things as the gospel truth. Why? Because we're talking about the Word of God, the Word of God that sets us free, the truth. It says us three. Okay, I'm going to talk to you tonight about 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. This is probably one of the most quoted verse, especially when you deal with someone who is going through trial. Kapag ano, ay naku, diba? Merong mga iba na, ay naku, di ko na kaya to. Matinding pagsubok. And, and, and what do we normally tell them? Wag ka mag-alala. Trusted ka ni Lord, kaya niya binigay sa'yo yan. Don't worry. Don't worry. God trusts you so much that why He allowed you to experience that problems. And many times we use this verse to comfort people. But I think it's time, you know, myself included, okay, I thought about this and I've appreciated this verse differently than I'm going to explain to you now because I came across this verse and I realized that there's a slight difference, a slight difference that will change the way we appreciate trial. 
I entitled this talk, But God Said He Won't. But God Said He Won't. Ano yung quote na yun? Let me read to you from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with temptation, He will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. We've heard this and we've said this. Pag meron tayong kaibigan na nahihirapan, we tell him, God will not allow you to be tested beyond your ability, but he will give you a way out of it. But I want you to just read again. And carefully, we say, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful. Amen. And he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with a temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Many times, we mistake temptation for trial. Temptation for suffering. This verse that we just read talks about temptation. It talks about what we will go through or what we will come across. Temptation. Temptation is it's an external force that will move us and allow us to do something that is against God's laws, that is against God's wishes, that is against God's desires. We're talking about sin. When we give in to temptation, we sin. And this is what was being talked about in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Don't worry, I made a mistake. But it's not something that, Lord, we made a mistake. I just praise and thank God for the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit allows us to understand these words differently every single time. So even if you read one particular verse many, many times over, every time you read it, it has a personal application. It has a practical application. It has rhema. So tonight, I pray that this will be rhema for all of you. So again, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 is talking about the temptation. The temptation that God is saying you will not be tempted beyond your ability. And with the temptation, he will give you a way out of it. God is just saying that we have power over sin. We have power over sin. In Genesis chapter 4 verse 7, it says, Sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is for you, but you must rule over it. In 1 Corinthians 10, 13, God is saying that you can rule over it and he can give you the ability to overcome together with a temptation. Again, that is not different from sacrifice. That is very different from suffering. Now, pertaining to this verse and when we substitute suffering for temptation, when we say God will not allow you to suffer, more than your ability. But is that really the truth? I'd like to point out two things that may have confused us and because of the wrong belief or the misquoting of the verse, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, and associating it with suffering and sacrifice, we have two miscues. Because when we say that God will not allow you to suffer, God will not give that to you, kasi kaya mo yan, kaya binigay sa'yo, Two miscues, two areas, okay? Number one, we're talking about fairness. Fairness and self-power. 
So yun yung dalawang miscue. Fairness and self-power. When we talk about fairness, I'll give you an example, an illustration. When we were fixing one business that we started, uh, we had several boxes that we wanted to bring in, all right? So we brought it from our home to that venue. We opened a small co-working space, Nerd House, here in Fairview, near FEU Med School. We're now open for online shameless plug. But when we did that, we needed to move some boxes and we needed to transport it from here to there. So we transferred it to the car and Ziki, my son, would help. Of course, Ziki, eager to help, he would ask me, what can I do? How can I help? So I would pick some boxes, boxes that I knew that he can carry. Because there were boxes that were huge and heavy. And, you know, there's no way in the world that could have carried that. So I would choose boxes that are just right for him. And when we think about God giving us something to carry, we think like that, that God is fair. That's why he'll give me something that I can carry. It's like the illustration, the size of the cross. But again, that's for another talk. But you get what I'm saying? So fairness, it has something to do with God's fairness. But I want to say this. That it can't be about God's fairness because in the first place, God is unfair. Let me shock you. God is unfair. I'll explain to you. Because God does not treat us and will not treat us according to what we deserve because of his mercy, because of his love. And you know, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. But because of the sacrifice of Jesus and because God is unfair, is unfair, we get to go scot-free because Jesus took our place. Who in his right mind will do that? So in the first place, God is already unfair. And that's why it's not about fairness. In Matthew 5.45, it reads, For he makes his son rise on the bad and the good. Isn't that unfair? And causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. Because if we're going to look at ourselves against the backdrop of God's holiness, we don't deserve any of those. Any of these that we're experiencing right now. But God is unfair. So there's a miscue that when we say God will not allow you. In fact, I'd like to shock you even more. God gives us, allows us to go through suffering, allows us to go through trials that we cannot handle. He gives us more than what we can handle. Because God is unfair. It's not about his fairness. The other miscue is that when we talk about, hey, God will give you something na kaya mo, we're talking about another miscue, Self-power, that if we're going to be strict about it, if we're going to dissect that, what we're trying to tell someone that we're trying to encourage is that, Kaya mo yan. Bidahil kaya mo yan. Malakas ka, matibay ka. And sometimes it can be misconstrued as us, as me, as being empowered and it's, it's because of what I can do. When the Bible says it differently, in Psalm 46, verse 1 to 3, it says, God is our refuge and strength, 
a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. God gives us more than what we can handle, but we can call on God, who is our refuge and our strength. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29, it reads, God gives power to the faint and increases the strength of the weak. So God will allow you to go through something that you cannot handle. But God allows that and does that on purpose, for a purpose. God allows you to go through something that feeling talaga hindi ko na kaya. I'm sure you can relate. I'm sure during times of trials, you've thought that parang wow, I cannot handle this anymore. I cannot. I mean, for the life of me, I cannot. But God promises us in Isaiah that he gives power to the faint. So again, it's not about what we can do. It's about what he can do. We should base our lives, you know, our lives should be based not on what we cannot do, but we should base our lives on what God can do. So God will increase the strength of the weak. So there are two misconceptions, the two things that we misconstrue and misunderstand. That when we quote and when we tell people that, ay, nako, later I'll tell you what to say. Okay, when you have someone, a friend, instead of saying, kaya mo yan. I remember my mom, I miss her. And my mom is someone who tries to apply. Pag may nalaman siyang scripture, she'll apply it right away. And at that time, we were talking about rejoicing in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. And we went to awake. And pagkita niya doon sa namatayan, sabi niya, oh. And with her low voice, she goes, um, oh. Pag maintindihin niyan, rejoice. <laughs> Rejoice! Um, many times, many times, even if we mean well, you know, sometimes it's uh, medyo, diba? You don't say that. Later, I'll tell you what to say when you have someone who doesn't seem to, you know, be standing up well against a challenge or a trial. So again, it's not about fairness because God is unfair. It's not about what we can do. Okay? It's not about what we can do. It's about what God can do. Now, listen to this, and I hope this changes your life. Overwhelming suffering will come our way because we live in a broken world with broken people. And that's reality. We live in a broken world with broken people, and therefore, we will go through suffering. Scripture says that in this world, we will have trouble. In this world, we will experience suffering. But don't stop there because the continuation, it says, but take heart because I, Christ speaking, I have overcome the world. So overwhelming suffering happens and it's overwhelming. Listen, God will give us more than we can handle, but not more than he can. I'll say that again. Power verses. Powerful quotes. God will give us more than we can handle, but not more 
than he can. Again, it's not about what we cannot do, brothers and sisters. It's about what God can do. It's about what God promised us that he will do. So we're still there. And my issue dun sa self-help is sometimes kasi I know we teach people that God has given you everything you need so that you will succeed. And that's fine. Find it within you. But don't just find it within you. Don't use just that. Because the more important thing is this thing that's called grace. That when faced with a heavy trial, challenge that we cannot, we cannot overcome, know that you have everything within you that coupled with God's grace, you can overcome. Grace is not man coming to God. Grace is God coming to man. Grace is God saying, I will give you something that you do not deserve. And I will not treat you the way you should be treated. So there, it's mercy. And it's not about us. In Psalm 121, verse 1 to 2, it says, Where does my help come from? Remember this. If you're going through trial right now and you don't know who to turn to, remember Psalm 121, 1-2. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. God will come to your aid. God will be your help. He is your very present help in time of trouble. So it's not about God's fairness. It's not about what we can do. And in fact, in scripture, we see a lot of stories where people get to that point. And I'm sure you've been there too. At the point that you think that, oh no, I cannot overcome this anymore. But what do you know? God will appear and God will see you through. In fact, Think of one trial that you've gone through na sobrang bigat na akala mo hindi mo na kaya. But looking back now, you're still alive. You're still here. You're listening to me. That means it's a blessing. That means you overcame. Diba? That heartbreak. Iniwan ako. Tell me. Tell me. I wanna know. Diba? How many times did we cry like that? Cry like a baby because we couldn't understand. Only to look back many years after and say, Oh, that was a time when God delivered, when God came to my rescue. And in fact, Paul, he wrote in the second Corinthians chapter one, verse eight. He went through struggle. And Paul said, Na parang hindi ko din kaya, like us. You can relate to this, I'm sure. It reads, For we do not want you to be ignorant, brothers of the affliction we experienced in Asia. Paul experienced affliction in Asia. For we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength. There you go, beyond our strength, that we despaired of life itself. God will allow you to be tested beyond your strength that you will despair for life itself. I'll continue reading. Why? To make us rely not on ourselves, 
but on God who raises the dead. That's the secret. That's the secret. God will allow you to be tested beyond your strength so that you will rely not on yourself, but on God who raises the dead. But re remember, sisters and brothers, relying not on yourself doesn't mean that you're not going to do anything. Relying not on yourself is thinking that you alone cannot solve the problem. You and God. It's got to be you and God. You and God's grace. You and God's mercy. You and God's favor. Are you with me? And that's grace. And why does God allow us to go through this? And again, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, it reads, For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. I'll read it again. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison god is saying that the suffering of the present even if it seems like you cannot win over it is nothing compared to the glory that will be revealed through christ jesus grace grace god will not allow you to be tempted beyond your ability to endure because you can always win over sin, hands down, anytime. You have the power to win over temptation. But many times we give in to temptations. But that's different. That's different from your ability to bear suffering. Temptation, you can always win over. Suffering, it's always overwhelming. Trials, it's always overwhelming. But take heart because God promised that he will give you power. And God promised to give us his grace. When you're going through something, call on the name of the Lord. Do what you have to do. Use every single gift that God has given you. But don't rely on yourself only. Know that there is God. You in God's grace, you in God's grace. For it is when you are weakest, that is when the power of God is seen. God will allow you to go through these situations so that his power will be made manifest. Remember scripture, and this will be one of the last verses that I will quote tonight. For my grace that's God speaking, is sufficient for you. For it is when you are weakest, that is when my power reaches perfection. Brothers and sisters, hindi nakakahiya to cry out to God and say, hindi ko nakaya. Many times when we hear other people say, hindi ko nakaya, what do we tell them? Oh, kaya mo yan, malakas ke, kaya mo yan, you're strong. What do you have to say? What can you tell people who are going through struggles? This, what I just said. Pag kanyari, you have a friend, hindi ko na kaya, hindi ko na kaya. And you're there, 
And this is how I will say it. And this is what you can say. Bro, I know how you feel because I've been there. I've been there. Yes, it may be overwhelming right now. But I want you to know that God has given you everything you need to overcome. And with his grace, by his grace, you will overcome. For it is when you are weakest. It is when you are powerless. It is when you know that you cannot handle it anymore. That is when God will say, wait. That's when God will butt in. That's when God will say, wait a minute. I'm here. And I will not allow him to lose because he relies on me and because i am the power i am the wind beneath his wings i am his secret scripture promises us that we can do all things through christ who strengthens us through christ don't forget christ it's not just me it's not just you okay and Brothers and sisters, tonight, I pray that we will be open to just deal with the fact that we cannot escape trials and suffering because of an imperfect world. Because we live in an imperfect world with imperfect people, we will have problems of imperfect people. We will have problems of an imperfect society. But take heart because God's grace is there. We don't look to minimize our affliction, but I pray that we will be able to look to maximize our perspective. Perspective is everything. Again, we don't look to minimize our affliction because that's an effort in futility. Because we can never do that. But what we can do is we can look to maximize our perspective. Brothers and sisters, I just want to end with this. And if this is the only thing that you can remember, then my time with you and your time would have been worth it. God will give you more than you can handle. Yeah, yeah. But the weight of glory will be greater than you can imagine. God will allow you to be tested. More than you can handle. And you can cry. You, you know, God can take that. You can complain to Him. You can cry, Lord, ano ba to? Ano ba talaga? Hirap na hirap na ako. But I want you to know that it doesn't stop there. The Word of God promises us that the coming weight of glory will be greater than you can imagine. God's glory will descend upon you. God's glory will take you. In fact, God's promise is to transform you from glory to glory to glory. And the appreciation of God's glory can only come when you have gone to a rock bottom, through a rock bottom situation. When you can say, Lord, I'm flat on my back. I don't know what to do. There's only one thing left to do but to look up. And it is when you start looking up, that is when God's grace will come into play. And God will just intervene. And God will allow you to overcome. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Can I pray for you?
Can I pray for you, brothers and sisters, especially those who are going through something? Maybe you're going through something very, very difficult right now. You know, the pandemic has tried our patience and some of us are at our wit's end. But I want you to know that maybe you're going through something more than you can handle. But I want you to know that there's a promise of glory that's coming. There's a promise of glory that's coming. And I want you to wait for that. Can I pray for you? Can you just put your hand, right hand over your chest? Let me pray for you. Father, we come before you tonight. <laughs> Hopeful, believing, oh Lord God, that what we're going through right now is not the end. That if we haven't seen victory in our circumstances yet, it's because you're not yet done with us. Father, we release our faith tonight that your victory is for us. Your victory is coming. That your victory is going to be declared and seen in our situation. That even if we are suffering and even if it seems like we cannot, we cannot take it anymore, Lord, we just declare that your grace is sufficient for us. For it is when we are weakest, that is when your power reaches perfection and we will look to that day because we know that this is your will for us in Christ Jesus in Jesus name amen and amen in the name of the Father Son Holy Spirit amen and amen Thank you. Yeah, Randy, thank you so much. Grabe, hindi ako makamove on. Nasa 2 Corinthians 1 verse 8 pa rin ako. Kasi we were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure because I've always said that God will not give us what we cannot endure. But, you know, first time that this passage really struck me this way. And God does it so that we will learn to rely on Him. Nga naman, mm -hmm. kasi pagkaya natin. Minsan nalilimutan natin tumawag kay Lord, pagkaya natin eh. So when God gives us what we cannot endure, it's for a reason. It's so that we can learn to rely on Him. Wow. Praise God. Thank you so much, Rands, for blessing us. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Randy preaches every Saturday and Sunday, no? Yeah, weekend. Yeah. Weekend, yeah, yeah. Weekend Peace feasts. Makati District Weekend Feasts. Yeah. And Randy is also the president of Feast Books. Thanks, Randy. And thank in behalf you. of God the bless. whole Hunger Club team, thank you very much. God bless you. If this teaching has blessed you, we invite you to join us every Monday at 8 p.m. Philippine time on my Facebook page or live on YouTube at Feast Makati District. You can also keep the cycle of generosity going by supporting the Feast Makati District. Simply go to www.myfeastoffering1.com. <laughs>